In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Behold, we go up to Jerusalem. That is the great announcement of this Sunday that prepares us for this holy tithing of the year, this giving up of one-tenth of our time this year entirely for the Lord and the holy observance of Lent. Each year during Lent we find our Holy Savior Jesus Christ passing before us. What we are told today is that he passes before us all like blind men. Our Holy Fathers in the faith reflected on the Gospel for this Sunday many times and would utter for us this haunting admonition Fear Jesus passing and not returning. None of us, in fact, see Jesus passing before us at this time of year. The blind men did not see Jesus pass today. He was told that Jesus was passing, for he was blind. And so he cried out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. So we too are told that Jesus is passing. Even in the most solemn Eucharistic procession, such as the one we shall observe during the 40 hours, We must rely on what we have been taught. No saint has written more eloquently of the real presence of Jesus among us than St. Thomas. And yet, no one confessed more often his own utter blindness in this regard as we sing in that beautiful hymn composed by St. Thomas, the Odorote Devote, in regards to the real presence, Jesus tactus gustus in te Sight, touch, taste, all these fail in contemplating thee. Sed auditus solo, it is by hearing alone that we safely believe. And so we do have faith. We know by faith and have learned that our Lord Jesus Christ is here, that he passes among us during this time of Lent. And so by faith we can cry out, Jesus, Son of David, Have mercy on me. 
And yet we are invited to cry out still further with the blind man, Domine ut videa. Lord, grant that I may see. What does it mean then for us to see? Why do we ask this special grace of our Lord now as we begin our Lenten observance? We all have some measure of faith. We may even have faith such that we may move mountains, as the Apostle tells us today. And yet something is lacking to all of us. We must implore sight from our Lord, for we approach Him all today as blind men. We know His presence by faith, but we are blinded by our lack of charity. This is why, before Lent begins, the Church has chosen to read for us today that immortal 13th chapter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. The great praise of holy charity. For it is our lack of charity which renders us blind today. And it is from our lack of charity above all that we must ask to be healed during Lent. For what does the Apostle tell us of charity? He invites us to a full examination of conscience with regard to this virtue. For the result of true charity in our souls is not that we should simply be more or less nice to everyone. No, never does the Apostle proclaim charity is nice. He tells us charity is patient. It is kind. It is not envious. It is not false in its dealings with others. It is not puffed up, ambitious, self-seeking. It does not judge others rashly and harshly while laughing at its own sins, or refusing to correct the sins of those under our care. How often since last Lent have we failed in regard to the practice of true charity? And how often have we failed, especially as regards the members of our own household and our fellow members of the household of the faith? Before we begin Lent, let us reflect 
that perhaps this time Jesus is passing never again to return. Perhaps this is our last opportunity to make a good Lent before we are called before our Supreme Judge and judged above all on our charity. Before Ash Wednesday then, he resolved on a good rule of prayer and penance for your household. Be resolved on self-denial with regard to worldly enjoyment and parents especially reflect on how you have failed toward your children in this regard. You will hear more about this of course during Lent but reflect that of course since last Lent if you have been allowing your children unfettered access to all the entertainment which the world has to offer that is especially unbridled access to the internet, through computer, handheld devices, and so on, it is time to make your good confession. Beyond these things, let us resolve though at the beginning of Lent to forgive others, to make ready to let go and make peace with regard to past grievances, not to make excuses for sins, but, wherever possible, to show true love, that is, the true desire for heaven, for those around us. And already, I certainly hope that the population of those down in the hall after Mass will not decrease during Lent. I do not care at all whether you desire a plan to give up on your consumption of empty carbohydrates, but please do take the time, either after this 8 o'clock Mass or if you're at the High Mass down in the hall, take the time during Lent always to greet someone whom you have never greeted, or someone you've never met, someone whom you have not taken the time to greet in charity in a very long time, remembering that our Lord will hold you accountable for the fact that you are in the habit only of saluting your own friends and family. How sad it is to find, and we have new families now every few weeks here at St. Mary's, that there are those who tell the priest that they have come here for months at a time without ever being greeted by anyone here. When you see a new face, see another soul redeemed by our Savior and take the time to welcome that person here to our oratory family. And let us return again and again throughout this Lent to this true examination of conscience which the Apostle gives us today. Reflect on whether since last Lent we have indeed been envious. We have been two-faced, false to dealing with others, turned up our nose at others, thought poorly of others around us. 
been puffed up in self-seeking, always turning attention toward ourselves and always seeking our own glory, and passing harsh judgment on those around us who have every right to be here, just as much a right as any other person. And remember, as we will soon be told by our Lord in these opening weeks of Lent, it is on these things above all that we shall be judged. It is looking on our neighbor and seeing in him the true faith of Jesus Christ. It is on this that we shall be judged, and if we keep this greatest commandment of love, we may well trust that our Lord will look on us on that judgment day with a gentle smile and tell us, as you did these things to the least of my brethren, you did them to me. Amen.